Well, welcome to Neighbors in Need. I'm your host, Sandy Waters. Every week, we take 15 minutes to explore the many non-for-profit agencies, small groups, and individuals dedicated to making a difference in Rochester. Our guest today is Margie Tabor from Delphi Drug and Alcohol Council, the Assistant Program Director for Prevention, Project Coordinator for Monroe County Project Aware, and on the phone is Kevin Hines. Man, he has such a remarkable story. Suicide survivor himself survived his attempt off the Golden Gate Bridge. And from that pivotal moment, he's since dedicated his life and efforts to advocate for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. Kevin is an award-winning global speaker, best-selling author, and film director of the movie Suicide, The Ripple Effect Thank you to the both of you for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Glad to be here. It is, it's just remarkable. Words can't describe how many people probably look to your story and appreciate all that you're doing now with all the trauma that you have been through and, and lived through. I, I'm just lucky to be anywhere at any time. And I got to live from what I did. And I believe I got to live. So I could be on a mission to try to help other people um, stay alive. I think that um, we all have a purpose in this life. I think that that purpose is mostly a good and beautiful one if we can figure it out along the way. Now, your movie, Suicide, The Ripple Effect, we're going to get into more details with that because there's there's several screenings here locally. But can we get a little bit of your backstory? How did it get to the point where you were contemplating suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge? What led to that? You know, it was a, a monumentous amount of depression and paranoia and hallucinations, auditory and visual and manic highs that would make me feel like I could do things that weren't possible. All those things combined, uh, plus hearing voices in my head telling me that day that I attempted that I had to die, um, it was a combination of all those things. And, and, and it was a combination of, the, of not knowing that that my thoughts did not have to become my actions. If I knew that, I could have mitigated the problem and asked for help. But I, I thought that because my brain told me I had to die, I thought I had to. And if I could just recognize that my thoughts don't always have to become my actions, my thoughts have to rule order to find me. I could have stayed away from the attempt and, and never never done it in the first place. But I believe that because I, I because my voices in my head told me I had to die, I believed and I, I did what I did. It was a terrible day, worst day of my life. And what year was this? How old were you? It was in the year 2000. I was, uh, I was 19 at the time. You hear that often with a lot of these cases, the voices in my head. And not everybody understands that. Do you think... Yeah. With you being on tour and talking more, and I feel like as a society, we're talking more about mental illness. Do you think people are trying to understand that more? Oh, I don't think they are. I know that. I know they are. Okay. You've got you've got you've got these groups like the Mighty who have these, which I write I write for the Mighty, uh, and you get groups like the Mighty that have articles on every disability known to mankind by the people who have those disabilities, not so it's by us, for us, through us, and about us. Um, not not without us, you know. And uh, you've got, you know, I've got I've got articles on Medium uh, that that do the same thing. And I know that in the last ten to fifteen years, I mean, I've been in this suicide prevention world for seventeen, eighteen years now, and um, well, no, almost twenty now. And um, one thing I notice is that the world is changing. We're, we're we're being more aware. The problem about being more aware is that you still have a lot of sensationalism in the media, and although. Although there's more people reporting 
mental illness and depression and suicide more accurately, we still have a faction of the press that promotes this sensationalistic nonsense that's dangerous to the people who suffer mentally and the people that, 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 that love them. So, um, yes, we're more aware than we ever have been before. We're writing about it more than we ever have before. We're hearing about it more than we ever have before. The problem is, what are we hearing, and is it accurate, or is it just propaganda? That's true. And education is key. Margie, you say, you've said that all along, that education is key. How do you fight against those quote-unquote voices in your head? What, what do you say? What do you do to guide somebody? It's a situation where if someone's going through something, it's important to really speak out and get that level of support professionally to help them kind of make some sense of it, to yeah. build what I call a toolkit so that we have different things that we can pull from to help us through at any given moment, because not any one thing is going to be the magic fix. And so we need a variety of, of tools and skills to help us get through those times when maybe we're getting tripped up by life, yeah, you know, whatever that might be. And that can be from somebody who's experiencing, you know, somebody who is dealing with a mental health disorder to somebody who's just going through an emotional hiccup in life. Yeah. You know, we all at some point are going to experience something emotionally that's going to catch us off guard. Yeah. And so how do we face that? Um, Is it the key then to have the right support system? Kevin, at the point where you were standing on the Golden Gate Bridge looking over, were you, is that what the one thing you were lacking or what do you, what do you think could have helped you and what did end up helping you? Well, what could have helped me, someone acknowledging my pain. Someone saying, you know, are you okay? Is something wrong? Can I help you? I had made a pact to myself that if anyone said that, I'd tell them the truth. Um, um, you were waiting for waiting, someone hoping, to. Okay. I was hoping, wishing, waiting, and praying that someone would say, someone would stop me and, and, and see my pain. I, I would have been stopped my tracks if someone said, hey, are you suicidal? I would have had to tell them the truth because they would have just given me permission to talk about my pain, which is all I really wanted. So what was it then that actually got those voices out of your mind and, and made you realize, okay, I can live a happy, successful life. Well, you know, the voices come and go. I, I, have, I have every symptom I've ever had, even today. I, I uh. have hallucinations, visual. I have severe depression sometimes. I have paranoid delusions. I have suicidal thoughts. I'm able to mitigate them and get around them uh. every time because, because I talk about it, because I'm honest okay. about it. Okay. The moment, the moment that I'm battling this, the moment, the millisecond that I'm hurting, I tell several people that love me the truth. And the truth really does set you free. Now, I have to tell you guys something. Um, I just lost a great friend, a brother, and a hero of mine to suicide. Uh, he was a man uh, out of Jersey who was one of the top suicide prevention advocates of our time. And he's no longer with us. And I, 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 I recently spoke to him on the phone where he where he told me that uh, my story helped save his life. And that was less than a month ago. And I got a, I got a message that I haven't even responded to last night, and he's gone forever. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I can tell you guys, it, it broke my heart, you know? And, 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 I, and I, almost, I almost went to that place where I was going to blame myself for not calling him enough or for not being mm-hmm. there for him. But I realized I was there for him. That's why he called me in the first place. That's why he said what he said. Yeah, it took him. You know, suicide took his life. Uh, we all miss him terribly. We love him dearly, and we love his family. And I'm not going to say his name on the radio because I don't think it's appropriate right now. 
but I want I want his family to know that we love you and we've got you back after his passing and we're so terribly sorry for your, for your immeasurable loss. Uh, but it just goes to show you, as my best friend Jake Lewis said, um, the, the fight never ends. The, the disease in the head never goes away. There is no cure. So it's a, it's a, it's a vast and terrible reminder and a horrific reminder that I have got to work tirelessly for my brain health and well-being so that that never happens to me or my family. You say it too, Margie, just being genuine with your loved ones and when you recognize somebody is struggling. Yeah. Kevin, my thoughts are with you as you walk through this, you know, and it makes me think again, this is another opportunity to bring to light, you know, mental health is no different than any other disease. You know, we have cancer out there where we have people that are fighting daily on the journey to find wellness from cancer. Some people make it and find health and healing. And some people don't. Mental health, suicidal ideations, they're no different. So it's really about what are we doing to get the support and the help that we need. And I think it's also being mindful about, um, you know, when you said like the right support, not getting hung up on that there is like this just one right support. Mm, Right support can be a variety of different things. It could be that I'm like kind of in this funky space And, you know, I don't have anybody right here to have a conversation with, but I walk out in the community and all of a sudden a stranger approaches me and said, hi, how are you? You know, and that moment is making a human connection with another person that could be a level of support. Like we never know what that support is going to be. The other thing I wanted to say was that it's really important to um, be mindful that we're not placing expectations on people in our life to be our support because sometimes people are not capable of giving to us what we need. And instead of like hanging on for dear life going, they're just going to finally be there for me Mm -hmm. to realize that we need other people. We need our team. We need our team of people who are going to be there for us because, you know, one day I might be going through something and want to reach out to Kevin or his wife, Margaret, and they're not available. You know, he's out speaking somewhere in some other country. Yeah. So who else am I going to go to? Okay. Um, and, and, and to realize that um, not expecting, especially our family and our loved ones, I see people get caught up in that, just so desperately wanting those people they love to be there for them and realizing sometimes people are not capable. They're not able. A good resource is Delphi. If you're navigating through this. Well, Delphi is a resource as far as we have a substance abuse outpatient treatment program. Um, The National Crisis or the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK-8255. You can um, also go online to AFSP.org, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Okay. Monroe County... um, is started a coalition partners for suicide prevention. Um, there is going to be some information coming out on that as far as a website, which it's not going to be a service for people, but there's going to be a website for people to go to, to get resources okay. in the community. Okay. I would That's say as far as looking for supports with Delphi, you know, hitting up our Facebook page, you know, we're always, posting resources and different things on there in the community for people to go to. And as far as Delphi is concerned, get involved and take a youth mental health first aid class. Yeah. You know, learn how to have conversations and gain the confidence to be able to approach somebody that's going through an emotional challenge. 
Um, and Kevin Hines, your movie in to find out more about the screenings in the movie, Delphi, the Facebook page is a great resource for that as well. For what we have locally and then the gather site, yes. G-A-T-H-R dot U-S. G-A-T-H-R dot U-S for Kevin Hines, Suicide, the Ripple Effect, the screening for that. There's a, a couple screenings locally, and I know a, a possibility of more screenings to be added to the list. So keep checking out the, the Delphi Facebook page. 14th at Regal in Greece at 3 o'clock is the one screening. Kevin, you've been to town so many times, and we are so grateful for all that you're doing. And you're coming back in July, I hear, to speak in Ontario County. Yes, that's right. Uh, absolutely. And the film will be in, in, in and around the area. Um Many, many more times. Awesome. Um, if, you, if you want to know uh, the exact dates and times uh, of all the showings around the globe, you can go to suicidalrippleeffect.com. Okay. And one of the things we like to tell people is that if they're in crisis right now and, and they need someone to talk to rather immediately, one of the things you can do is text our keyword, C-N-Q-R. C is in chat, uh, Q is in question. R is in robot and, and uh, N is in normalized. Pardon me, CNQR to 741741. That stands for conquer. Conquering your pain, conquering your your battle inside, and conquering your mental struggle. Yeah. Uh, so if they text CNQR to 741741, the crisis text line, uh, we are able to track all of our active rescues, and it's, it's, it's a pretty amazing tool. CNQR, text that to 741741. And... Uh... And somebody will reach back out to you, right? If you're in a matter of minutes, in a matter of minutes, you know, if you have a crisis counselor, they'll be ready and willing to talk to you. uh, And sometimes a matter of seconds, actually. That is really good because sometimes you need immediate uh, attention. So seven four one seven four one and text CNQR. Kevin Hines, thank you so much. Margie Tabor, thank you so much thank for you. what you guys are both doing. Um, advocating for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. We look forward to the screening, Suicide, The Ripple Effect. And you guys are welcome back anytime.